I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. Uh, He's also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And uh, he's he's a big fan of catfish, I learned today. Loves catching them. Uh, lo- loves just, uh, you know, noodling. He likes to go in there, uh, do, do the straight noodling with his arm. Uh, Brian, how you doing today, man? And that voice is of Bobby Belt, <laughs> who is trying to antagonize me tonight as we get started <laughs> with this show. Bobby is uh, part of uh, RJ and uh, Sean and RJ. With Bobby, uh, five thirty to ten every morning, Monday through Friday. Uh, also, the Cowboys Insider for one hundred five three, the Fan, and also our host here of Love of the Star Podcast and of the Draft Show. And you can listen to yes. the Draft Show every Wednesday and Thursday. So, yes, Bobby, um, catfishing is not my favorite thing to do, and I've never noodled in my life. The only noodles <laughs> I like come in like uh maybe uh an italian dish yeah sure i like i i got you uh it's funny when you guys were talking about that on g-bag today and uh you were mentioning the the weirdest thing you've ever pulled up and you said it was a catfish while while fishing i'll tell you what and we'll get started here shortly uh we used to fish on this golf course where there were always like pretty good bass and and everything else right there one time we pulled a drum out of there not like the instrument, but the actual fish, like a red drum. That's a terrible fish. It's an it's an ugly, gross fish. But it, we pulled that out and was like, I have no idea how this got in here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Never. When we fish and there's like in uh, at the lake and there's when we catch a catfish, it's like it's so rare because of what we try to do with the lake and stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm not used to pulling up catfish, but there's. We, there were a lot of people that caught a lot of weird things uh, that were texting in today. So uh, all I can say is keep fishing, you know? Yeah, that's you what, know, that's, that's what keep, you got to do. Just keep fishing. We're, we're about to hit springtime. It's going to be peak uh, peak fishing season here. Uh, Brian, we we do have a little bit of uh, – we're, we're going to talk a lot of combine and, and draft in today's show. But uh, we do have a little bit of uh, late breaking news as we record this. Uh, several different people, Tom Pelissero, Jordan Renan, uh, different folks reporting that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to hold a workout for NFL teams on Friday in Arizona, uh, and that this will be a chance for him to show what he's got, what he can do. Uh, would you expect that the Dallas Cowboys will be out there, Brian? 
I would say that somebody from the pro personnel department would be at that workout. Um, right now, uh, I think the college scouts are on break. Uh, until uh, until next week, yep. Until next week. So uh, I don't think they have a scout that lives in that area. Bobby, you know where all these scouts live better than me, that maybe there's somebody – do they have a California scout? Uh, they do. They have somebody that lives in California. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you – I'll tell you, no, they don't have that. I'll tell you what they could what do. Does Kubiak, does Kubiak live in Colorado? I think he does. Yeah, I'm not okay. sure. What, but I but I do know that that he splits time as a as a national scout on the college side, and he also does pro scouting work. So he, be, he might be a, a natural fit. Uh, but but it'll be interesting to see if anybody uh, goes out there and and has anything. Like that. How do you feel at this point, Brian, about the prospects of Odell Beckham Jr. as a cowboy? Do you think this is eventually just something that we're we're going to see happen? Um. I've said this a bunch on uh, our shows on 105.3. I've said it for DallasCowboys.com with the the break uh, with Derek and Nick and Ambar. Um, I just feel like, Bobby, there's been so much legwork on this. Uh, there's been so much legwork by Adam Pacifica and Todd Williams and, you know, Stephen Jones. And, uh, you know, unless somebody in the organization has stood up and when they brought Odell in, if somebody stood up and said, hey, Jerry, we do not need this guy uh, for this reason or this reason, or, you know, uh, I don't know how many guys over there or gals have been uh, a descending voice. Uh, there could be a couple that they might really, really trust, and there might be some that have not said a bad thing about Odell Beckham at all. Um, I feel like that the Cowboys, this is their type of move. Uh, it just seems like to me that they've worked really, really hard on this. And they try to get it done during the football season. And now they have a little bit better understanding. They're a little bit further along. The pressure of getting ready for a season is not there. So yeah, I, I could I could see where I could see where they absolutely try and get this done. Yeah, and I I, uh, that's where I think the, some of this discussion about a big move coming and, and things like that, if they sign Odell Beckham Jr., I, I think fans should be prepared for the Cowboys saying, there it is. That's it. That's the one. That's the big move that we made. Um, and I feel like the gravity of that is more impactful when we were discussing about the potential of doing it in December, when you're in the middle of the year and it's just a, it's a shot in the arm that you weren't going to be able to get anywhere else. Now that you're hitting free agency, there are different people who are going to be available to, to acquire. You're in draft season. You, you can get younger players who may be more efficient, you know, for, for cost versus production than Odell Beckham Jr. So now I don't feel like it makes as much sense. I, I, I was willing to pay the premium and even lock in for another year if it meant getting the opportunity to add a player mid-season, late season, that nobody else was going to be able to add a, a player of that caliber. It was, it was really going to give you an advantage to, to improve your football team in December that, you know, it was not easily acquired. Uh, now I, I just, I don't know so much, um, but it, it's something that, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. I feel like eventually this is just Odell ends up here in some form or fashion at some point. Now, now when is that some point? I don't know. Um, as a Texas Rangers fan, I remember, the years of flirtation about Lance Berkman 
was eventually going to become a ranger and sure enough he did but he was 38 and he didn't care anymore and it didn't really uh, have much of an impact that's kind of how i feel like this is it may be now uh it may be something where a year and a half from now is when odell beckham jr gets here but i feel like at some point in his career odell beckham jr is going to wear a star i just don't know how much of an impact it's going to make well you know there's there's several wide receivers that are out on the market uh you know uh one of the ones we were talking about i mean if uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was a guy, I, I know the the 33rd team, uh, if you're not familiar with the 33rd team's work, that's the uh, organization that was started by Matt, uh, Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, it's Great got a lot stuff. Of form- yeah, it's got a lot of former NFL coaches. It's got former NFL general managers. It's got former players. Uh, you know, there was – Greg Jennings put out his top ten – free agent receivers and Odell Beckham was not on his list, but it's funny. Noah Brown was number nine on his list. So interesting. Yeah. So Greg Jennings, uh, you know, he was talking about with Smith Schuster, uh, you know, uh, Slayton from the giants uh, was a top of, of a guy. So yeah, it's uh there, there are wide receivers out there that won't cost you the um, won't cost you the money or the cap space that Odell Beckham will will cost you, but and, and a little bit younger and probably a little bit more healthy. So I as as much as I I think that this is going to get done, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, because there's a you know we you and I uh, and uh, you know you and I Zach Wolchuk and Aisha Morrison had a really good discussion uh, Thursday morning on the draft show about yep. wide receivers and who was going to be there. And, you know, if, say, Johnston, the receiver from TCU, were to somehow get to you, would you take him? You had your concerns about his playing strength, you know, and rightfully so. He's a tall, thin guy. But the Cowboys, I don't think there's a really great option out there unless you're going to potentially trade for Hopkins. You know, that to me, if you're willing to give up a second-round pick and take that contract on, then there's your fix-it wide receiver to go along with C.D. Lamb and Gallup and, you know, and have Hopkins. That would be a pretty formidable group, I think. But that's your best fix because depending on what you trust with these wide receivers in the draft – the ones in free agency or going out and getting a no-deal Beckham that a lot of people might think is broke down. There's uh, you know, those are, those are really your best options. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, we'll keep an eye on the Odell Beckham Jr. market. How, how do you feel? How do you feel? I mean, you made a really good point about Johnston from, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think Smith and Jigba from Ohio State gets to you. I just don't. I, I don't either. That, I mean, you might have a shot at, at getting Johnston. Uh, Hyatt from Tennessee might be a guy that you might be interested in. We'll see if, in fact, that he could get to you. But I, I just, I think it's really kind of a little bit of a crapshoot. I don't think this wide receiver group, and if you listen to us here on this show and on the draft show and our our regular radio programs, I, I don't think this is one of the kind of wide receiver group that we've seen of the last two three years for sure. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you, we're obviously a little down on on some of these receivers, and they are. I think a lot of these guys are, are, are good football players and have a chance to be really good football players. And I think there's some depth at receiver in the draft. I think there's some some decent targets. Uh, there's just there's not any of those big name studs. There's not the you know Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb. Like it's not those guys this year. Um, now, now maybe they end up becoming those guys. Like, like I mean, that that's certainly possible. But just as prospects, how we grade them coming out, um, there's there's not a lot to be excited about. I think you you can see warts on just about all of them. You know, we talk about Quentin Johnston. I think Quentin Johnston has tremendous upside, and, and I think he could potentially be a a really good player. Uh, there are questions I think at times in terms of his his toughness, making catches in traffic. Um, there, there's some focus drops at times. I think uh, the, the getting off of press is going to be a, a big thing for him. And, and his play strength is going to be a big thing for him. Uh, Jordan Addison, I thought uh, who I'm a big fan of and think he's a really good route runner and everything else. But man, when you talk about a guy who, who weighs 173 pounds and then he's running out, you know, a borderline four or five, his vertical's 34. He's barely jumping 10 feet in the broad. It's a little like, okay, I that that's concerning testing for a guy as small as you are. And then Smith and Jigba is a guy who uh, you know, has has dealt with injuries. And, you know, I think there's some some questions about there, there's a little bit of a projection there too with Smith and Jigba, I think, instead of just like a man, this is a a high floor, no concerns type of player. Uh, and so the receivers are, are going to put you in a bit of a bind. You, you may hit on one of them. One of them may be a stud. I, I'll tell you, Brian, one thing that I'm I'm starting to think, and we've talked about this name before, but if you don't get a tight end in the first round or anything else or, or you draft a different position, if you're sitting there in the second round, and I, I, I don't think you would be on board with this in the second, but I think I could be talked into Cedric Tillman in the second round. I, I don't have a problem with Cep- Cedric Tillman. I wide receiver it, Tennessee. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with him. I, I really don't. I, I I think they're, you know, when you watch him play, uh, you know, I I was okay. I just I didn't feel like that there was a guy that was fast, you know, and I I didn't, you know, it 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 reminded me, and maybe this is a this is not a bad thing. Cedric Tillman from Tennessee reminded me of these guys you see playing at the LA Chargers. That that receiving crew that the Chargers have. 
you know, you 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 got guys that have really dependable hands. You see them, you see them just steady the way they run their routes. You know how physical they are. You know this guy will run through arm tackles. He's kind of somewhat of a bully. I kind of see those guys at the Chargers a little bit of a bully. You know he, he he's going to play opposite uh, of Hyatt. And I thought it was a really nice one-two punch. One guy could really fly. One guy was really a vertical player. I just didn't see Tillman as being that guy, that you know, fast and quick kind of twitch guy. But I felt like he ran better than I thought he was going to run uh, at the combine. So yeah, maybe you know, testing and training will help you in that guard to run faster if he can kind of have that as his play speed. I, I feel like he, you would have a guy, but you know the guy that Bob Bobby that people that the people that believe in the metrics, the numbers, and mm-hmm. what they translate to. But here's a guy that's slightly built, but you know there's not much size to his frame. The guy I'm talking about is Marvin Mims from Oklahoma. Now mm-hmm. there there is. There's some physical toughness to Marvin Mims as a player. And you know, you could see him run through arm tackles and stuff and run away from defenders. He makes things happen with the ball in his hands. If that's kind of what the Cowboys have in Oklahoma with CD Lamb, throw him the ball, let him run. You know, that was what, you know, Lamb was just a, a, a taller, thinner guy. But this Marvin Mims, if you look at all the physical testing and the metrics and relate to that, Marvin Mims should be a first-round player if you follow the testing. The tape is good. The only thing that you worry about him a little bit is there are times when you watch him match up on the outside and he will struggle to get off the line a little bit. That's the only thing. you know. But the balance, the body control, the hands, the feet, I mean – He's a super, super productive player, and his 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 slight build, you know, might turn some scouts off. But if you look at the testing numbers, that that shouldn't that shouldn't turn anybody off. Yeah, I mean, he he tested really impressive. Uh, when you look at the way he went out there, four three eight forty yard dash, almost a forty inch vertical, almost eleven feet on the broad jump, six nine three cone, really really impressive. Been productive. Um, I think you're right. I think the question about him is how, how, how adept is he at, at getting open when he's outside in terms of there's, or, or not getting open, but how well does he project at getting open at the NFL level on the outside? That, that could be a problem for him. And you're going to have to project there a little bit back to Tillman. I'm going to make one comparison for you real quick. Yeah. And I want to tell me if it's a bad one because the player I'm about to compare him to, I believe you would have scouted pretty, pretty heavily. Okay. To Cedric Tillman, and this is a blast from the past. Cedric Tillman reminds you of Marty Booker. Was the old Chicago Bears? Yep. 1999. Louisiana yeah. Monroe, third round pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what I think. That's honestly, like, whenever I've watched Tillman, that's the name that comes to mind to me is Marty Booker. Generally a possession receiver, but incredibly tough at the catch point. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody who we, we talk about the whole my ball mentality last year. Right. right. Cedric Tillman is my ball, and Cedric Tillman is not going to shy away from anything. You're never going to see the uh the old Todd Pinkston uh Freddie Mitchell alligator arms. You're never yeah. gonna see that. 
with Cedric Tillman. So I, I think in terms of when you talk about timing-based routes and catching in traffic and some of these quick slants, I think Tillman, it, it doesn't bug me so much that he's not a burner. Yeah, but but the thing about you're right about Tillman because I can say I have the utmost respect for those Chargers receivers. But, yeah. I, I mean, and just going through my notes again, this guy is, I mean, he, he for a big man, it's one of my notes, for a big man he can make adjusting receptions in a small space. So mm-hmm. I, you know, if, if you if you could do those kinds of things, you're good with your feet, you're steady with your routes, and you're fast enough, then I, I think there's some merit to having you in this league. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can get it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.